We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pocket. Yes, you were in chapter 14. Love is a choice. We talk about a hot topic. Well, I mean, in this world, this people easily debate this one. And I have a theory on it. We'll get to it. Uh, but soulmates and myth of a soulmate. And well, that's what we tackle this time around. So again, thanks for checking in uh, from California to Denmark, to Minnesota, to Ohio. Uh, love having you. Thank you again. Here you go. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. Well, chapter 14, love is a choice. And the soulmate myth from the audiobook, Every Marriage is Flawed. We're going to start with the poem, then some questions. We're going to do a two-parter on this chapter, and then we'll expand a little bit more on the soulmate myth. Love is a choice. Love is a choice, a beacon of truth that the blind cannot see. A plague of darkness that has besieged a nation. Dividing most families and forcing kids to move around like traveling salesmen. But mom will cry out, what about my happiness? Her child will retort, so your happiness is more important than mine? I want what is best for my kids, they say blindly failing to realize that one roof on a foundation of chosen love, that rock, is what their families require. For most, the myth of falling traps them in darkness. Falling for the myth of a soulmate via social media and fake book. A soulmate is not something one falls into. A soulmate is a status that must be earned and maintained. was like a platinum status on an airline. To marry, both must choose. To divorce, one must choose. One must choose an action to neglect. And one must choose action to love, falling, falling for a lie, for this lie will empower your marriage to die. Choosing to love is the truth, and finding this truth is what will heal the blind to see, a gift for your kids and generations on, a legacy. All right. You might need to repeat that a few times, I understand. But questions for your couple or couch time or date night. Number one, did this poem make any sense to you? Did this poem make any sense to you? Pause, reflect, and discuss.
Number two, what kind of marriage do you wish for your kids or future kids to have? What kind of marriage do you wish for your kids or future kids to have? And are you choosing to model that? Pause, reflect, discuss. Number three, do you believe love is a choice? Number three, do you believe love is a choice? Pause and reflect. All right. I'm guessing that was some interesting conversation or at least reflection. So going, moving on, let's see if we can add a little more light to this to further discuss and discern. Soulmate myth. There is no such thing as a soulmate. Oh, some of you just bristled. Yes, there is. You, you proclaim. You will add my, 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 my wife or my husband is, is my best friend. Who are you to tell me different? And yeah, your wife may currently be your best friend. And you may proclaim her your soulmate right now. And perhaps let me rephrase this. You don't fall into a best friend or soulmate. You earn and maintain soulmate status. And most of you couples, well, you know this routine of, of BFFs. BFF equals best friends forever. Now, since kindergarten, how many times has that BFF changed? On average, it's at least been a few times. And if you're select, select few, you've been able to carry it through since kindergarten, which is amazing. By the way, I'll still argue it takes effort and choice to maintain that friendship. So yeah, further expanding. Now, for you select few, that your childhood friend is still your best, best friend. God bless you. That per- person just didn't become and stay your best friend. Well, it, it may feel like that. You remained best friends because you keep working at it. It may not feel like work, but you are working. You had to stick up for each other. You had to sacrifice. You had to choose them over other people. You had to choose to show mercy at times. You had to forgive. You gave each other gifts. You went out and bought things. You chose to do that. You send each other messages. You talk nice to each other. You defend one another. You will go out of your way for one another. All choices. You had to choose to invest more time with that person versus others. And you will continue to choose to invest time together. Finding that newer best friend or, or lover, it, it is exciting. Everything is awesome at first. It, it, it's all fun. And some of us are quick to let down our guard and, and call one a soulmate. You know, it, it'd be interesting to do a study on Facebook or, or Instagram. Uh, are you familiar with the catfish phenomenon? And if you're not, that's a, maybe it's a little bit dated, but just watch 90 Day Fiance. You, know, you get what I'm talking about. But the catfish phenomenon, if, if you're not, I strongly recommend you watch the original documentary. 
The documentary proved to be so popular that they made a TV series out of it on MTV. The original documentary follows a young man who falls for a girl across the country. They met online. Her pictures were beautiful. And she was fun. And she was saying all the right things. And they, quote, fell, unquote, in love. And side note. As you will read about the power of letter writing um, that Lainey and I did in the early days, Catfish is a powerful reminder that writing is still a very powerful and romantic medium today, even online. And reading and receiving the right kind of messages is intoxicating. It is fulfilling. So for you that are married and listening to this, are you doing that? So back to Catfish. The young man actually uh, falls for this beautiful girl. They chat, they share, they grow a relationship. They actually call each other soulmates. A soulmate with ever meeting face to face? They did. And as he yearns to meet this new special girl, she finds convenient excuses not. And as time goes by, certain stories start not to calculate. So the documentary follows this uh, young man as he travels to investigate and find out what is going on. It is a riveting story. It's also a story that helps prove my statement that a soulmate is not found, it is earned. How many times have you or close friends fallen for one? Oh, he, he, he is so amazing. She, she is wonderful. Everything is perfect. And a few months later, okay, I don't like that a-hole anymore. Again, anyone that watches 90 Day Fiance know exactly what I'm talking about. So, and the same thing with the Catfish series. And you'll see the chat lines, I love you. And I want to be with you forever. You are my soulmate. And some of these people do find the real deal. And many find someone very different behind, uh, hiding behind those pictures and sweet chat sessions. And isn't it interesting how quickly the soulmate tide can change? Wait, you're not a super hot model <laughs> from Victoria's Secret? Oh, I guess you're not my soulmate after all. So let's just say you did meet Mr. or Miss Wright online or in person. Good for you. So do you really care about this person? Do you really consider this person your soulmate? Did you choose to marry this special someone? Then you must continue working. You must choose to work to maintain that status. The simplest acts can build tremendous relationships. And the simplest acts or of neglect in the other direction can cause best friends to be mortal enemies overnight. If you ever watched the movie Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, it's an oldie but a goodie. Ricky Bobby and Cal Norton were best friends since youth. Shake and bake. They did everything together. They honored one another. They stuck up for one another thick and thin. Cal continually sacrifices for Ricky so Ricky can win. Until one day, Ricky Bobby's career goes down the toilet and his wife hooks up with Cal. That certainly ended BFF. Of course it did. 
Relationships are like fires. You must maintain and constantly work at them. You catch my drift? The same formula holds true for your marriage or really any relationship that you care about. Any frequent flyers out there? Well, with COVID, yes, that has changed things, hasn't it? But you understand the concept, right? You just don't get platinum status. Anything of worth needs to be earned. Okay, what if you won a million dollars? Well, that'd be nice. First of all, you'd certainly be in the minority. And second, you still need to work to maintain that million dollars. You have to work at it, not spend it. It, So, you know, you don't eat the principal. You will need to invest in order to compound the interest. Perhaps you could live off that interest, but you could still have to invest it wisely. Capiche? So going back to platinum status for frequent flyer miles, you have to fly a lot. Or you have to spend a lot if you're, if you're earning them that way. You don't just get free tickets and first-class upgrades. You have to work. You have to travel. Your spouse and or your best friend is no different. I'm telling you, whether you realize it, realize it or not, you have an account. And what you deposit and what you take out has an effect every day. Every little action is either a deposit or debit. And you may not see it daily, but over time, it will be successfully growing or bankrupt or somewhere in between. So, where are you with your marriage right now or that that relationship you care so much about? Maybe you're about to get married. You fell out of love? No. No. You didn't. Don't argue. I mean, I believe you bought into that. You're not going to win this one. Not At least not with this author. So get this, Romeo and Juliet. You don't fall in love. You choose to love. You can fall into lust. I've done that countless of times. That's easy. Anyway, you don't fall in love. Like you fall in a ditch. And you certainly don't fall out of a ditch. You don't just stop loving someone, well, unless you choose to. So let's go back to Kate and Ben. If you back up a couple chapters, hopefully you heard that one already. They were styling. I believe they were truly in love and they were choosing to do all the right things. They were at platinum soulmate status, but somewhere along the line, Ben chose to stop sending flowers. And slowly but surely, Ben and Kate stopped doing certain things for each other. They stopped working at it. After a slow fade, they quit. They chose to quit. In all fairness, they can both point the fingers. You've probably been on that side of it too, right? You know the relationship and it's always the other person's fault. Just about every divorce does. In fact, one or both of them stopped working at that soulmate status. Fade, fade, slow death, done. All right. Well, that wraps up chapter 14. 
three bonus questions for you. So here you go. Number one, do you get the difference between choosing to commit and falling? Let me repeat that. Number one, do you get the difference between choosing and falling? Pause, discuss, reflect. Number two, re your marriage or your special relationship, have you been slacking? And what does the other side say? I mean, the other side of that relationship, if you're fortunate enough, or maybe not so fortunate enough, but you need to get it out. Have you been slacking? And what does your spouse or special someone say in return? Pause and reflect. Number three, back to those that are married. What would you hope your spouse chose to do more? What would you hope your spouse would choose to do more? Meaning on your list, your love languages list, what things do they do that helps fill you up and makes you want to do the same back? Pause and reflect. All right, that wraps up chapter 14. Thank you so much. Thank you to the uh, Fry Dude platform for making this possible. And um, yeah, if you dig it, please share it. Greatly appreciate that. And if there's any subject that people have a problem with, it's usually this one. Air it. Let me know. You can field your questions, concerns, comments at frydudes.com. Now go serve one another, love one another, choose to do that.